Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Hey! Dance. Dance. Wait, time call. Patrick, you had like three weeks to put a... There's no What recap? happened last time? On the podcast. Three weeks. There's no recap. That was last year. Holy. I was waiting for the recap. Wow. Wow. Well, it's the new room. Here's episode 50, everyone. Welcome to the Jan Dan (laughs) podcast, the first of 2015. We were off for our Christmas break. We came back to a brand new studio. Uh, If you're looking on the, watching on the YouTube, it's just another room. It looks identical. Pretty much beside Jim's old room. That's right. Jim is not here right now because no. he's holding up. It turns out we used to have to like book him and get him to be part of it, and then they said no, we need him to do other work. So you have to get out of his room because we need him to do real work for the network. Yeah, that was but unbeknownst so. to us. I thought what he was doing with <laughs> us was real work. I thought that counted as real work. Turns out that wasn't the case. So we're going to get onto, uh, onto his schedule and book a time so he can come in. Yeah, so don't fret, podcast yeah. listeners. I know you love Engineer Jim. He's such a terrific guy. He's devastated. I fe- he feels really I know. Upset. We walked by. He's like, yeah, I got to do graphics. We want you to enjoy the show. Yeah, we can't not have Jim here. So we'll, we'll get him here. But, but Vader's here. Mike's here. And Pat's here. It's a new year, new studio. Uh, Wall of Fame back, Mike Myers. Yeah, Mike Myers. Scarborough, Scar Ontario. Scar of the Love Guru, what Mike a, Myers. What a film that was. I remember when I was uh, living in Kensington Market, next door to me, there was a, a freelance uh, film intelligent camera guy, and he worked on the Love Guru. And as he was filming it, I would talk to him, you know, around Kensington, and I would say, well, how's the movie going? He's like, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be his best movie ever. <laughs> it's like the, cr- the whole crew, he was ad-libbing today the whole crew is in tears and stitches it's gonna be a big monster hit like austin powers it was literally the worst movie oh, I of could, all time i could not even sit through it justin timberlake is that movie it that was movie. it was the, it made no sense no the marishka Hargitay stuff was terrible uh and then he went away for a few years and i don't know what he's doing now but anyway mike myers we love mike myers uh you know SNL austin power still holds up it does. It does. Um, well, Dan, how was your uh, holiday season? Uh, mine was great. I went to the, uh, Palm Springs with the family, threw, uh, flew Grandma out. I, I, you've been to Palm Springs. Yeah, my folks now have a place there, so I just bunk with them. But you rented a house. Yeah, it's a wacky little town, I yeah. tell everyone. It's, it's crazy. It's <laughs> a weird place. It's the desert. <laughs> it's like a mix of, uh, of uh, golf courses, old people, and a whole lot of gay dudes. And it's like stuck in the 70s. Well, yeah, well, or even the, the 50s or 60s. Yeah. yeah, it's like modern uh, houses and stuff. Like, you stay in a real modern like, house. That place, it reminds me, I drive through it and I look around, I'm like, drinking and driving probably just became illegal here last year. Probably, yeah. Like, that's the kind <laughs> of town it is. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't care. And when you first go there, you're like, why did people come out here? <laughs> to the middle of the f- Desert? And I but it th- works somehow. And there's a huge mountain there. Yeah, it works, though. I'm you get out there, it's relaxing, it's fun. So you had a good time. You joined a gym, I understand. Yeah, I went to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you that kid, Dan? You joined a gym for the week. I joined a gym <laughs> for the week. So I'm sitting there, and I'm filling out my paperwork, and I keep glancing over. I'm like, ah, weird. 
Anyway, uh, 60 bucks for the week? I was blown away by that. I'm like, that's a month membership at most places. Anyway, I get in there, and from what I saw from my peripheral was true when I stared straight at it. It was all dudes. Yeah. And all dudes, like, <laughs> that's was, in a spice of meatball. <laughs> but it was, like, guys wearing women's volleyball ball shorts, dudes. Right, right. Like, just high and tight. <laughs> tucking, those, tucking those nuts in. And you were, like, fresh meat. No. I wasn't. You were fresh raw meat into the lion's den. No, I, they wanted no part of me because these guys were all buff. Like, they had all been working out eight hours before I got there. How was the shower situation? I did not enter the shower. I didn't need a shower. I didn't work out that hard. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, why don't you come to the shower? It's nice here. It's warm. So you don't have to be lonely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was a fun experience. And uh, you went back to Canada, and you actually just got back from Canada again. Today. I flew back from Canada today. It's Wednesday. Um, Monday, my wife, for her birthday, which is Monday, I bought her tickets to um, the World Junior Hockey Championship wow. gold medal game. Nice. Which, when I bought the tickets, was before the tournament started. Yeah. So there was you didn't a, know who was going to be in. Had that. no clue. Took a chance on it. Spent a lot of dough on the ticks. Could have been Slovakia against Russia in the final. Lucked out. Canada, Russia. I got to say, one of the best uh, experiences of my life. You sat right game. next to Vladimir Putin. Right next to Putin, and right next to uh, Tretiak. Actually, Tretiak was there. He it was, was kind of cool. Um, and, and it was great. It, I mean, first of all, as I said to you. Uh, before we started the podcast, the most amazing thing about the whole game, and especially for Toronto hockey fans, everyone was seated five minutes before the players came onto the ice, which, as you know, if you go to a Leaf game, yeah, uh, not gonna get that. nobody's seated for the first ten minutes of the period. They're <laughs> off entertaining clients somewhere. Um, great game, awesome atmosphere, spent a lot of money on the 50-50, didn't win. Got to give them credit, though, 90, 90 grand, 50-50. About half of what it would have been in Saskatoon, but not bad. Not uh, bad. That's a pretty, night, uh, pretty good night at the hockey game if you win that. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was awesome. Had a great time. And uh, flying up, oh, you'll love this, Toolsy. We get on we get on the plane to fly up there. Uh, we we kind of lucked into the, the first class upgrade, so we're sitting in the lounge. And uh, I look over and I see this kind of a haggard-looking – 40-ish looking woman, uh, clearly was a beauty at one point, but maybe had seen better days, hair, messed, no makeup. It was Pam Anderson oh. by herself, by herself, uh, flying up to Toronto. Probably so she sober? Well, probably, no, I'm sure she was on pills. There's got no question about that. She was on some sort of pills to cope with the whole stress of flying by herself. And then, so she flies. Did she have a small dog? She didn't, okay. uh, to her credit. But she also didn't seem to have a coat, and it was <laughs> cold in toronto so was I'm she like, wearing a bikini did you forget how <laughs> cold it gets in toronto in january and i was like what is she flying up to do probably to be an escort to some rich bay street guy Whoa, right no is that no. too much i think that's no? prostitution She's got her own dough what does she does she have her own dough baywatch barbed wire really well, i think she's a hooker now it's not barbed wire it's barbed wire barbed wire barbed wire barbed wire i'm listening to my walk man barbed wire they watch. Uh, anyway, she <laughs> watch. Uh, she got off the plane and she's so we're following her. Kind of, you know, we're not following her, but we're all we're all going <laughs> to the. Jay on right and his wife <laughs> checking out the action. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Patrick. 
And we're walking along and going to the baggage claim, and she's just confused. Like, she doesn't know. We're all like, no, you have to where come down here. Where are these bags coming yeah. from? Yeah, she's like, she she doesn't know where to go. She Do clearly thinks she should. take anyone? She should meet. <laughs> like, clearly someone is waiting for her on the other side of customs, <laughs> but they can't come through customs to meet her. So she's just, like, waiting, like, where is the person that I'm supposed to meet with my coat? And I'm like thinking, I, I just want to go up to her like Pam. You have to walk. You have to go through customs. Uh, it's come a on, it'll be fun. It's so a different. When country. she gets to customs, are they like, "What are you doing here?" She's like, "I don't, I don't know. Even know. I'm a hooker. <laughs> Isn't it obvious? I'm <laughs> men for money. She's on the wall. I know. She's right here. She's part of our Canadian Wall of Fame. I love it. Why is everyone getting so nervous about me calling Pam Anderson a hooker? Why is that so bad? It's obvious. That's the oldest profession in the world, Dan. Um, speaking of the Leafs, uh, Phil Kessel. Oh yeah. I love this. Our friend Dave Festchuk from the Toronto Star, had a tough line of questioning for Phil Kessel after Randy Carlyle got fired yesterday. And this is what this Phil, is gold. this is Phil. I don't think so. You know, that's a weird question for you to ask, so I don't you like that. Um, you know, you're the best player on the team, and the coach is <laughs> You think it's my fault? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? I'm asking a question. Are you difficult? I don't think so. This guy's such an idiot here. <laughs> He's always been like this here. What do you mean? Wow. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, you're. I don't see any of these other guys disrespecting the players like you are. Yeah. You know what? I've never seen someone disrespect players in this organization. Not me. Whoa. Hey, that was tense. Fast shock. Not backing down, though. Wow. Can I talk to you this about guy. this? This guy. <laughs> Phil, what I love about Phil is that, and then today, Ron Wilson, former Leaf coach, uh, came out and said, the players go the way Phil goes. He's moody. He takes weeks off. And then, the, of course, the Toronto media has to ask him about Ron Wilson's comments. And Phil says, I don't care. I love that. He, he doesn't take, care. He takes time. Out. I don't think he's picking fights with his teammates, though. Like, he's no, just, he's just a. He just wants to be left alone. He's a socially awkward human he being. Is, very I, much I, so. And I don't mean that in a bad way. He's he's struggles. He would admit that. I think he would. He doesn't communicate well, and and he's a good hockey player. So maybe it shouldn't matter. I mean, actually, Cathal Kelly had a great article about it today in the Globe and Mail, where he basically said if Phil was the fifth best player on that team, it wouldn't be a problem because everyone just get tired of trying to talk to if him. If Phil was not a Toronto Maple Leaf, he wouldn't have a problem. If he was on the Columbus Blue Jackets. But if he was in Boston and it was a problem. Yeah. So maybe it would be a problem. I don't know. Sorry uh, for talking about the Leafs so long. But here's what I know about Phil. He's a Jets fan, so it doesn't That's even right. matter anyway. Big Jets fan. Big Jets fan, He's, a, Jet, he's a Jets fan. Wow. What happened to you? Patrick, Patrick, Patrick took like four weeks off over the holidays, first of all. And then... Came back and just sort of was like. Tries to get our love by wearing a Raptors shirt. Is this a button that I will hit? For Are you going to hit it? <laughs> okay, never mind. It's not Holy important. Crap. Hey, how about let's talk about this. Let's talk about Dan. <laughs> for, uh, I want to give a couple updates. Oh, let's hear it. Yerba Mate oh, has this is contacted huge, me this directly. This is huge. Yerba Mate, which we uh, drink uh, on this show. They might be sending us a Yerba Mate dispenser. Unbelievable. Really? Yes. Now, now, Vader's excited about this. But yeah. he's in charge catch. of the Yerba Mate stockpile. So he's excited. He doesn't have to do that anymore, nor should he. That's beneath <laughs> him. But here's the deal with the Yerba. It's going to be hot Yerba. So it's going to be hot Yerba in your mouth. <laughs> Another couple updates. I got a check on the holidays. Ooh. Uh, remember way back when I was on a, 
a hit show called Playmakers that ESPN. Oh, yeah. You're on that? that? I was a reporter for yeah. one episode. Pat, Pat's excited about anything ESPN related. If we bring up ESPN, <laughs> he suddenly gets excited. Anything else, he can't hit a button, but go on. <laughs> I, I clicked the link. There was I'm no audio. Kidding. I played it three I, times. I'm just kidding. Okay. I was a reporter in one episode way back when. I finally got some residuals. Oh, is this still playing around the world somewhere? Uh, I got paid 58 cents from the Performer Rights Society for my work in Playmakers. Later, I don't know if you can... Well, my address is on there. My old address. <laughs> oh, that doesn't matter. I got 3.6% received receive from Sony. That's nice. 3.6% of what? I don't know. So this was like if you're in the cast of The Love Boat, you get checks like you're this all the time. You're getting checks for $1.20 like every few months. Like Isaac, the bartender, just the 58-cent check shows up, and then he ha goes out and panhandles. So, and I saw Face Off for the first time. <laughs> I, I told you I'm a huge Nick Cage fan. That, that first 10 minutes of that movie, tonight, get it on Netflix and watch it. The first 10 minutes of Face Off is maybe the greatest 10 minutes in film history, unintentionally funny. couple of things. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the world <laughs> saw that movie like 15 years ago. 94. You say you're a big Nick Cage fan. How did you not <laughs> see it? I held out. So. Okay, and then what brought you <laughs> to it? Like you're just home one night. And it came up. It's you're it pulling your pud. Oh, I see. <laughs> On the Netflix. Suggested title. You're like, you know what? I like Nick Cage. Uh, I like the movies of John Woo. I like all the doves that fly. Uh, I'm going to fire that up. So the worst part is, so I'm watching it like one in the morning. My oldest daughter comes down because she's like, oh, daddy, go to bed. So I'm trying to explain this movie to her about how these guys switch faces. I'm like, how did they ever pitch this movie <laughs> to anyone? I know. The movie was literally called Face <laughs> Off. Think about that. <laughs> guys, I got a great idea for a film. These guys switch faces. Just brainstorming an idea here. Face off. <laughs> done. John Woo. And you know what the worst part is? How he shows that it's really him inside of Nick Cage's body. Him and his wife had this, like, really romantic thing where they would go like this to each other. Right, and right. run their hands down each other's face. Yeah, yeah. And then hot. he proves that it's him to his daughter by doing that to his daughter at the end. It is the stupidest, craziest <laughs> up thing I've ever seen. No, watch Oh, God, it just aggravates me, but entertains me to no end. You know, you know what? I can assure you of one thing, though. What? Phil is a Jets fan. Oh. <laughs> All right, there you go. I mean, that's oh, there's the <laughs> kick right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I thank you for actually, Pat. I do appreciate you bringing this up. This is me getting my ass kicked on live national television. No, not national. Uh, local cargo television. pants. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was busted up some serious <laughs> cargo pants. <laughs> this is so that's me getting uh, kicked by Dominic Bossarde, a Olympic bronze medalist kickboxer. I wrote about it in my book Anchor Boy. The sad news that is tied into this is that that happened on the show, The Big Breakfast, which eventually became Breakfast Television. Breakfast Television canceled yesterday oh, by City TV Winnipeg. 14 people laid off. Very sad. I just want to sucks. say a quick shout out. I know there's listeners in Manitoba. Maybe watch the show. John Youngberg was on it. My friend Pei Chen. It was a great little morning show, and now it's canceled. That sucks. A lot of these little shows getting canceled, and I don't <laughs> like it. I'm not Sorry. happy about it. I mean, what's next? Fox Sports Live getting canceled? No, not with the great representation that we have. Uh, I want to run through a uh, actual phone conversation that I had when I called our agent's uh, office yesterday. Okay. Uh, 
So, uh, so, so I'll be playing uh, the person on the other end of the line who answers the call. Yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, who, does someone want to do a, a ringing uh, thing? Uh, phone? Yeah, yeah, we can do a phone. Oh, this is cool. I like this. <laughs> Don't hold their... Oh, there, there we go. go. Okay. Uh, hello? Hi, uh, can I speak with Max, please? Who? <laughs> Max. Hold on. Who's calling? Uh, Dan O'Toole. Can you spell your name? Uh, I spell my name uh, for him. What company are you with? <laughs> I'm a client of the agency. Honda? Okay. Honda. <laughs> I don't work for Honda. I said I'm a client. Okay. Who are you looking for again? <laughs> Scene. He was he was so adamant that I work for Honda. Like he gave me a job at Honda. He's like, Honda. Okay, you're with Honda. You're selling a courts. <laughs> You're selling civics. And as you said, are we? Is that agency <laughs> doing that much work with Honda that he immediately thinks? Maybe, this? maybe Jordan, our agent, is doing a lot of work with Honda. Can, so Max, can he get us a Honda so commercial? Max, who finally gets on the phone, he's like, "Ah, second day intern. <laughs> Sorry about that." That was the intern. Is that isn't that what you told me? He was an intern yeah, at the agency. Intern. Do you Thanks. really want is is this a a bad sign for our agency that interns <laughs> are answering the phones? Is that a bad? Should we be concerned about? What's going on? And <laughs> the other times when they answer the phone. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Usually I tell Jordan when they do answer the phone, I'm like, they need a Red Bull because that's how they answer it. They're like, Hello, like it's the agency. Who's Jordan? My name's Ken. They know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jordan? Who, I, don't, I don't know who Jordan is. <laughs> yeah, they don't know who Jordan is. Um... I was going to say now. Lost that train of thought. Do we have time before we uh, call Schrager to get into the CKDJ vault? Yeah, let's do it. I love this idea. D By I the way, oh, I'm gr glad you brought Dan this up. Dan O'Toole here. I've got, I got something for you, Toolsy. Oh. I found uh, in my mom's basement, along with some of yes. the dead bodies she keeps there. Yes, you found tapes? I found, uh, even better, DVDs of... An audition video. Yes, <laughs> finally, it's a, coming, coming a, back around to you. In about '94, it'd be oh. about '94, and then I got another one from about '96. So uh, wow. But what I think we should do is, I think I, this, these aren't going to compare to the majesty <laughs> of CK G DJ. So I think we should hold off on those until we exhaust the CK DJ vault, which could be 50 more podcasts. If you're new to the podcast, these are tapes from when I was in college in beautiful Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. I went to uh, Algonquin College, and the station there was CK DJ, where you go and learn the craft of radio broadcasting. I found these tapes. We've been uh, diving into them ever since, and. Yeah, they are embarrassing. Perfect. So here we go. Here's, Here's the go. tape. False start there. Okay. All right. Hello. Hi. Uh, you have to know what kind of questions you want to ask. You can't just go into these things blind. And, you know, the, the NHL was a big step. It was a little nerve-wracking for me at first. But uh, I think they've adjusted well. And I know people in the league now, so it's gone very well for me. It's the beginning of it. Huh? Um. Uh, into that report. Had great reviews so far by the <laughs> media people that have been in to see it, so you don't want to miss that one. Also, I would like to remind you, like Burt's Bar, the last night is tonight. The crock is closing down. Mm. They're oh going to have a last night pub tonight, $2 no. cover, and the drinks are cheap. I tell you, cheap. We were down there before. 
and the place is packed, so it's guaranteed a good time. Why oh, do I keep wow, you love that line! And be down at the Croc tonight for last night festivities. That's here at Algonquin College, Burt's Bar. Regular <laughs> you did guarantee a good time. That hold time. on, hold on. I keep guaranteeing a good time. <laughs> you really, you really want to go back to the guarantees, don't you? You're and really it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. <laughs> Holy man! Okay, Burt's Bar, keep it, keep it going. Keep it going. Burt's Bar is closed. It's cool, man. Lots of hits, great goals, and wicked. <laughs> That's not me. Cool. I mean, you gotta be currently at center point in the pin. <laughs> it's minus five degrees. Let's keep the music part of the show <laughs> moving along. There's a band that goes by the name of Super Chunk. <laughs> Super wow, Chunk. Super Chunk. Enough. Excellent. 96.9 CK DJ. Ottawa's new music. Uh, turn the music down a little, man. <laughs> <laughs> you really wanted to hit the post there, two right? Two CDs are yours. The Innocence Mission and Howard Jones. Whoa. You're the first caller through at 727-4723, extension 55-53. You win them. That's how easy it is to win here on CKDJ. Up next, right after the break, Ruby and Paraffin. Let Comnet communication. Okay, can we stop this for a second, Pat? Vader, can you get a camera on what's happening over here? <laughs> I can. What's happening over here, Mike? Can you explain? Are you fixing the board? Ah, uh, that it's not working. Oh, okay. There, there we go. New technology, guys. So, okay. are you? Are this we trying? We're, tra we're trying to get a hold of, of Pete here. Yeah, well, keep doing your thing. Okay, okay. get him. No wonder you guys are always so busy on the computer. Oh first. my god. By the way, I'm. Um, no wonder don't we don't go never, behind the curtain. It all makes sense in the end. No wonder we <laughs> never got any phone wash. calls on the radio station. You had to dial the number plus an extension. Yeah, it's bull. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. Okay, now hit Pete. the extension. It'd be like calling up our agency. Hello. <laughs> You're with Honda, right? Okay. Put your right through. Yeah, you're Honda. Hello. <laughs> Who's this? Dan O'Toole. Can you spell that? Dan O'Toole here. Okay. Do, do you work here? CK DJ. <laughs> Let's keep it rolling. Keep it going. Yep. Keep Patrick, it. you the oh. future. Step off the information cow path and start cruising. What? Wait, I guess you know what to do now. Let's keep it going. Here's Letters to Cleo and Awake. 96.9 CKDJ. Wait, oh, what are we supposed good. to do? Just rock? Yeah, just keep <laughs> her going. I don't know what to do. You assume I knew what I wanted to do there. Well, that's a pretty good tune. Here we go. This is going to be a big one. There it is. Letters to Cleo on 96.9 Turn your DJ. mic up. It's the last night for Burt's Bar tonight. Stay too long. Nice mix, Stan. From some of this, I'm sorry. There's alcoholism. There's only one. 96.9 that was the name of the band, Alcoholism? Or maybe the song? Speaking of which, I believe we've solved the beach ball mystery. What was Didn't we? Did we? It was a song. It was a song. Not a band. Do we have that tweet? I thought I sent that tweet to Mike, maybe. The beach ball tweet, Mike? Um. No, you know what I'm talking about, right? Do we have that? Oh, Not sure. Hot. This is it's coming. We we need Jim back. <laughs> Patrick, keep it rolling. <laughs> We're uh, figuring out a new studio, people. We if you're wondering how valuable Jim was. <laughs> what? Retard boys? Is that what they said? The beach ball boys. <laughs> 
So it says uh, there was a, a band called Crash Bash. Okay. Uh, the music, the song is Beach Ball. Ah, okay. Um, and, but who, who gave that to us, Pat? Uh, there was a few people that sent it to us, okay. including Handsome Andy emailed it to us as really? well. Really? Yeah, he ha- found it. Wow. Um, uh, we should just explain Handsome Andy is uh, one of our, our stats, stats guys guru. at Fo- Fox Sports Live. Really? Uh, so we Shout had out to Handsome Andy. Sam Hosick 4. Uh, he sent it to us on, on Christmas Day, actually. Okay, so the question goes back to Dan. You just said Beach Ball is coming up, and you thought it was the band, but it was the song. So I still think there's a band. There, well, there's another one uh, that a few people sent us uh, that was Becky Sharp was the artist. Right, song right. Beach Ball. Right, I remember that one. Yeah. So apparently there's been a few songs called Beach Ball <laughs> in the day. Either way, I think we solved the Beach Ball mystery. We were looking for a band, and it was a song. I still hope they're <laughs> out there. You still think the band's I out th- there? I still think it's still out there, too. Uh, I mean, I feel like Dan would have clearly you described thi- that as a song. Yeah. I, I think nothing Dan, I've think heard. Any, everything makes you, gives you confidence <laughs> that Dan had his handle on everything. Nothing there. I've heard hey, makes I, me think. I'm on top of this Burt's Bar closure. So. Accidentally. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it rolling. Talk about okay. your just desserts. <laughs> That's obviously one of the most popular lines. Look up. There you go. It's going to start Friday night. Down the Pacific Center. Can't even say Friday. CKDJ <laughs> will be there. There's also going to be a proma- oh, oh, promotion. A <laughs> promotion. <laughs> we'll be giving away uh, mugs, shirts, mugs. CDs. <laughs> what are there mugs? will be a draw to enter to win all three. So don't miss out on that. CKDJ Guaranteed is the place to be for 67's hockey. Up next, music-wise, <laughs> SNFU, Hurricane. But first, a little more. Of wax, right after this. Wax? Wax? Why does it sound like I'm holding back? What are you doing? It sounds like I'm holding back It seems like you're trying to stretch it out. Like, they're like, no, you got it. We need 10 more seconds from you. (laughs) Coming up next, but after this. (laughs) But but first, this. (laughs) Wax. Teased seven things. (laughs) But now. How did you you graduate? (laughs) But now, wax, after this. Oh is this what God. Fox saw when they first call you? Like uh, can we play one more so Peter Schrager can hear it? Yeah. Okay, Peter Schrager's on the line. We're going to play you one more CKG DJ. Here it hit. is. Here it is. Oh, little hip-hop beat. Toolsy was very much from the streets. Bringing you a new one from Hurricane titled Stick 'Em Up. Well, folks, if you missed the... Very successful Eastern Ontario New Music Fest last yeah. week <laughs> at, at, sorry, Barrymore's. You can catch the promotions department in action from CKDJ tomorrow night at Zafod's at Johnny Vegas Funhouse. Tomorrow night performing on stage will be the Mystic Zealots and Seeds of Discord. Hey, what the heck? It's only two bucks. How could you miss out <laughs> a night on the town, down in the market? If you don't know, Zafod's is on York Street, and you can't miss the place. Two bands for two bucks. Plus, you could walk out of the place with CDs, mugs, and even T-shirts. And also, you get to meet the faces behind the voices of your favorite CKDJ personalities. Oh, like you. Even <laughs> a better reason to go down to Zaybox. God, those are tools I just gave every next. reason not to go. <laughs> you even mugs. Yeah. Even Peter Schrager, you win a mug at that event. You got to walk around with a mug all night. All night you were the mug. <laughs> oh, you're carrying a mug and oh. a T-shirt and a CD. Schrager's is coming in hot there. <laughs> Hey, I got this mug. I'm going to f- kill you with it. <laughs> Smash it over Peter some Schrager, kid's Peter Schrager, our, uh, our NFL insider, joins us. Uh, you uh, had a busy weekend. You were in Indy last weekend, right? 
I was in Indianapolis for Bengals Colts. I was there for about five days. Uh, I've been to Indianapolis quite a few times this year. I think yeah. I'm good with the uh, Indianapolis <laughs> for, the, for the next couple of years. You've got it covered, have you? How about CKDJ? I would love to meet the personalities. What was it? Dan O'Toole, Psycho Stu. What was the other guy's name? Uh, Stuntman Stu. And, and Stuntman Stu. These are all the CKDJ. Johnny guys. Vegas Fun Night. What, like, were people calendars with a big <laughs> red star. Toolsy, were people like starstruck when they came up to you at Zaphod's no. that night? Hey, you're the guy who played beach ball. The only people that went to those were people that worked in the, were in the program. So we'd be handing out CDs to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and mugs. Let's the big forget. hurricane CD. <laughs> Let's not forget the mugs. Oh, Shrek. So oh, how Shrek. any travel uh, misadventures? Because every time, seriously, we are on an email chain with uh, Peter. Every single flight is either delayed or canceled. <laughs> That's with true, Shrek. That's true. I've got a few things. Let's start with uh, my flight, because I was the perpetrator of a very bad traveling faux pas, and I have to come clean and say I admit that I was the one at fault, all right? This is Monday morning. I get on a flight. I get upgraded to first class because I travel so much. I got these miles. I'm all excited. I'm on the third row of first class, and I'm just, you know, I'm feeling pampered. They come and they give me a drink. Uh, I'm sitting down there, and in the fourth row is like the economy comfort, which is one row behind. Very attractive woman is sitting there, but there's a curtain b between us. You know, there's little uh, the hierarchy, the classes. I'm in first class. She's yeah. in coach with the rest of the drick. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I've got a giant iced coffee from Starbucks with the lid on it, and I pass out. I fall asleep, guys. I fall asleep. I'm in the aisle seat. And next thing I know, we're taking off. My iced coffee goes flying behind me, all right? Oh, no. Goes oh, no. right through this curtain separating the two of us oh, no. and into this woman's Louis Vuitton bag and oh. all over her boots. No. Ultimate Schrager bomb, the worst kind, the one that starts 2015 in the worst way. So I look up, and it's that look of just complete despair. I'm 100% wrong. Not only did this happen on a flight, but I'm the I'm the ass in the first class who's, like, not worried about anything. And uh, I just poured coffee all over this woman's $3,000 bag, right? Mm. So... What would you do? I think what I did was the right thing. I got right up and I took my napkin. But the flight attendant comes and chases me down and nearly tackles me because we're taking off. All right. So uh, picture this, me getting tackled in the aisle trying to, I don't know what I was thinking I was going to do. I was going to wipe her bag dry. <laughs> like, I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> Just totally awful. One cocktail napkin from first class. <laughs> So this woman's looking at me like, I mean, and I said, I mean, I knew I was wrong. So I was like, like an idiot, not knowing it was a $3,000 bag. I don't know how much bags are worth. I figured it was a couple hundred dollars at most. I said, I'll buy you a new one, whatever you need. Oh, and no. she says to me, you couldn't afford to buy me a new one of these. Oh, oh biatch. Shut, shut your mouth. Hey. Trigger bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so at this moment, so at this moment, meanwhile, this is, all, this is all while we're taking off. There's a whole commotion. I just crawl back to my seat, and I'm like, all right. So then the flight attendant comes over to me, and I say, look, I really screwed up. She wasn't very nice about it, but I really screwed up. I spilled coffee all over this woman's bag. She goes, I'll talk to her. Don't worry. She comes back, and she goes, I just gave her 20,000 free miles or something. Whoa. Like, wow. Yeah, because Whoa. the flight attendant should have cleared your drink. I think there was a bit of burden of, of guilt yeah, right there by her. I think guilt. she felt a little responsible. Yeah. And I, the rest of the flight, she kept on telling me it's all good. Don't worry. It's yeah. no problem. 
So, of course, there's going to be some sort of face-to-face once we're uh, deboarding this plane, right? Yep. We look each other in the eyes. I say, once again, I'm sorry. And the woman says, uh, next time, you might want to throw your iced coffee away before you board the plane. No, no, you don't have to. You get one of those hats with the straws. You put it, you well, wear I that? A, I just give her a mug and a free CD and say, I know yeah. Van O'Toole. <laughs> yeah. I know all the CKDJ personalities. Boom, Schrager guaranteed to be a good Wait. time. Did you guys also hear what I said? Come down and see the CKDJ promotions department in action. Who yeah, goes to see, see a Everyone promotion. wants to see a promotions wow. department do their Look thing. Look at you. Hand out those CDs. Yes. <laughs> All the bells and whistles. Look at them give out those free mugs. It's free oh. T-shirts. Uh, but guys, I have a good rant for today. I oh, think. I love okay. it. Okay. I love, love this. A fresh one. You know, I've had, a, I've had a few weeks without you guys. I've had a chance to clear the mind and... I have a new gripe that has been just building like a fungus on my brain. Mm. All right. Uh, my rant today is going to be from Saturday night. I'm in Indianapolis. I'm joined by, here's a name drop, Phil Sims, ex-NFL Ooh. quarterback, current CBS analyst. Known Phil for years. Very close with him. On the rare chance that we ever get together for a dinner, we'd like to do it and uh, do it before the Sunday football that he's going to be working. I'm going to be working. In this case, we're in the same city. Very excited. We get into a good little spot in the hotel bar. We're watching Raven Steelers. All right, wonderful Saturday night. Uh, And this is the thing. I don't ever get this. You guys probably get this. Maybe Dan did it in his CKDJ days, but I don't know about anymore. One by one, people are just coming up to Sims and doing the, I don't usually do this, but. You know that move? I'm not that guy, but. And I'm, I'm just amazed because he's so gracious. He's incredible. I mean, just friendly, sweet. Anything these guys ask for, wonderful. But what I found amazing was that there were grown men in their 40s and in their 50s coming up to Phil Sims and not asking for autographs, not asking for a photograph, but they were asking if they could take, take a, a selfie, selfie with yeah. him. Shrakes, yeah. you know what I think, though? In their defense – uh, this is as brutal as that is. I think sometimes with the selfie, it's like oh, I don't ask anyone to take a picture. I'll just I'll just do this selfie, get, and that'll be easier. I'll get out of the way quicker. That's my okay, only so explanation. Okay, you're saying it's a convenience thing. Like, hey, I'll just snap it. I'll, and I'll just be out snap of your it way quick, and then I'll go. Some... I don't have to ask someone else to take it. I'll just do it quick. It'll be go- it'll be done. Okay, because I was horrified. I mean, really <laughs> horrified. These are these are grown men with families. They're leaving their table. All right, I watched you. I watched you play Randall Cunningham in '87 at the Vet. Uh, hey, can you take a selfie with me? You yeah. know, like the weirdest uh. transition. Now, there's a second leg to this rant. Okay, so I'm already really bugged out by it. And Sims is so cool. He's willing to do whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, I wouldn't want my face in some out-of-picture photo with a stranger on their phone forever. Like, that's a weird thing, but that's what's going on. He's on a Facebook page. He's on Instagram. So what? He's cool with it. He's well well beyond that. He's fine. Me, I'd be horrified. Well, I'm at the Colts Bengals game on Sunday. I'm all dolled up wearing makeup. I got hair going on. I got a suit. I'm feeling like Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. I just felt beautiful, right? So I'm ready to go on air, and I see in the corner of my eye in the stands, this guy, maybe second or third row, has a giant, I don't know what to call it, instrument, like a long, like, yardstick, all right? And he's got this weird-looking thing at the end of it, attached to it. Are you describing someone's penis? Yeah, that's pretty much uh, a long, beautiful <laughs> thing. So wait, so picture this, like a, uh, I'd say almost like a three-foot thing, and at the end of it is a phone, all right? And he's got this thing all the way stretched out in front of him, and he's got the fourth row of the stands, and it's dangling over other people, and he's, like, making faces, and I'm like, what the hell is that? So I go over to the stands. I say, what is that? Says to me, like, it's no big deal. My selfie stick. Oh, yeah. This is the big thing. Oh, yeah. Right. 
The selfie a stick. selfie stick. Yeah. And I said, what the hell is that? You, he's got, you know, well, I don't have to use my hands anymore. I got real range on it. Yeah. it he bought this in a store. They sell these. A <laughs> selfie stick. Another grown man wearing a football jersey, so there's yeah. a lot of problems there already. Yeah. But now he's got a selfie stick with the photo. He's taking photos of himself. He's dangling it over other people. Guys, the end is near. I mean, it has to be. This is it. I've I mean, seen those. Is, I've seen it all. I, I was uh, with someone in London at the Olympics when they lost their selfie stick in a London cab. In a London Tom, cab, yeah, our from friend TSN. Tom. You kept uh, forgetting he, he had met you. <laughs> um, but, Treggs, I think the most exciting part of your week had to have been Monday night when you watched on the NHL Network in the States oh. – the gold medal game of the World Junior Hockey Championship final. Wow, what was that like for you? Well, it's amazing because you said you were going to this thing. I'd never even heard of this. So <laughs> I put it on NHL Network. You've got the TSN going in full blast, the Canadian accents, the whole thing. And I see they're up early, Canada. I'm thinking, oh, Jay, you know, this guy is spoiled. Every time he goes to one of these gold medal matches, his team wins. And then the Russians start clawing back, and I'm suddenly at the edge of my seat, yeah. and I'm cheering. I'm rooting for you guys because I'm friends with you. I'm cheering at the top of my lungs for Max Domi. Yes. I'm cheering for Darnell Nurse. I'm going nuts for Duclair, who I'm told is a Rangers player, but is going back to Quebec, not to the Rangers. So I'm super excited about this. They win, and then my wife is like, what the hell are we watching? Okay, like, what are we watching right now? What, this kid, this the captain of the team comes on. He's got, like, some cherub face. Yeah. He can't, he's got freckles. Like, who is I? He's just like, what are we watching? Curtis Lazar. Yeah, Lazar, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm watching, but I think I would watch an all 24-hour sports network of just sports celebrations. Oh, yeah. that They set a ratings record in Canada for that game. I mean, how great was that celebration? They dragged that thing out. You had the kid from Russia lying on the net. You see that kid? He's lying on the oh, ground yeah. like, Sitting, a, like he, a jellyfish. He, yeah, he turned it over, fish. and then he sat on it. Yeah, Do they still right. say, like, my mom sent me a text right after that. He goes, oh, poor kids. They're going back to Siberia. Do they still send people to Siberia? I don't that's think very, so. That's very that's, insensitive, that's just that's the staff. Very that's, very, that's very insensitive. And that's just the staff of the La Terraza Hotel <laughs> we stayed at, Sochi. Only they got sent uh, back Peter to Peter Schrager, I'm glad you bought, brought up the point that uh, Jay – Witnesses a lot of gold. You witnessed gold on Canadian soil in 2010. Correct. You witnessed gold on Russian soil for Canada in 2014. Right next to the two of you. You were right beside. And you witnessed another gold medal just recently. So you're three for three in your last games you've seen Team Canada play for a medal. And each and every time wearing the famous IGA toque from my grandfather's garage in Saskatchewan. What a fantastic experience. It's great. I'm going to retire from going to games now. No, you can't. got to keep it going. Uh, Peter Schrager, as always, we thank you. Where are you going to be this weekend? Uh, I cannot wait. I leave tomorrow. I will be in Foxborough for the game of the weekend. Whoa. That's not Whoa. on Fox. Okay, it's not on Fox. The one that I think is the best one on Saturday, and it's going to be the Ravens and the Patriots. Good rivalry renewed. Flacco. Your boy. On fire right now. Your yeah, boy. Shrugs, you, you said to everyone, you said Flacco, he is a big-time player. He, he's going to win this game. He's going to do it himself. Is he going to do that against Tom Brady? It's going to be so hard, but guys, a quick stat for your listeners. Tom Brady's 11-1 at home against quarterbacks not named Joe Flacco in the playoffs. He's 1-2 against Flacco in Foxborough. Flacco has no fear at all. I took the Patriots, but it's going to be one of the greats. And then after that, you've got on Fox, Carolina versus Seattle. And then, wow, if you can go to Green Bay and get a part of that game, Dallas-Green Bay, just an awesome slate. I will be in Foxborough, but if I'm anyone listening to this right now, I would just have it on football all weekend long. And we will, Shregs. Shregs, thanks for joining us, buddy. We'll chat with you soon.
I'll take selfies with you boys soon. Peter <laughs> Trigger Bomb. Oh. What a man. And speaking of Seattle, it's now time to speak to our guest, our special guest for this week's podcast, none other than the star of the new Fox series, Backstrom. It's Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson, welcome to the Jan Dan podcast. Probably the, the highlight of your day. We've been discussing Palm Springs a lot. I visited the town for the first time ever. Palm Springs, have you ever been? I called it a wacky little town. Palm Springs is insane. Do you know <laughs> that there is a ratio of golf courses to people in Palm Springs that's one to one? No. It seems like that, though, when you drive through it, doesn't it? There are 235,000 golfers. <laughs> 235,000 people. Are you a golfer, Rain? I hate golf. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a sports fan. Are you? Uh, I am a, I am a, I'm a big sports fan. And let's talk about the Seahawks this weekend. What are your thoughts? Oh, They're taking please. on Carolina. I'm salivating right now. Let's talk. Now, this seems like a – now, have you been up – have you done, the like, the raising of the, the 12th man flag and all? I f it seems like as a Seattle guy they would want you to do that. Yeah, they, they have invited me, and it just hasn't worked out scheduling-wise, but I have been up for a couple of day, uh, a couple of games up there, and I've joined the 12s in the stands. God, it's a great atmosphere, isn't it? I went to my first game up there this year. It is. It makes your eardrums bleed, but other than that, it's fantastic. Uh, growing up uh, in Seattle, you uh, only listened to Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, correct? You know what? Y you flatter me <laughs> because I'm way older than that. So I grew up in Seattle listening to Led Zeppelin, Van Halen, and ACDC. I love it. Are Sammy you Hagar, you loved that move, didn't you, for Van Halen? I did. You Van did? Van Hagar? Yeah, absolutely. You're no, a Hagar no, guy? No, no, no. I I like David Lee Roth, but I, apparently he's just too much of a crackpot. Yeah, Diamond Dave, I think, is a little nuts. So when we, we drive into the lot every day, Rain, and we see uh, the poster for Backstrom, and uh, this is your new show on Fox, uh, premiering January 22nd. And I initially thought, being that we're from Canada and we're hockey fans, that you were going to be playing uh, a detective, but in fact the hockey player Nick Backstrom of the Washington Capitals, who's a hockey player by night and a crime-solving detective by day. Am I off on that slightly, or am I accurate? You're actually accurate. <laughs> you, are, you are accurate. I am a crime-fighting hockey player, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I keep a, 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 a gun in my hockey stick, and... Um, some uh, condoms in my hockey puck, <laughs> and I'm ready to go. Sounds incredible. Tell, uh, tell us about the show, though. Tell yeah, us a on the bit billboard, we see you in, uh, like, a poncho and smoking a cigar. That's it. Uh, yeah, Backstrom uh, is um, he's quite a character. He hates everybody, including himself, and he is racist. He has no filter whatsoever. He says exactly what's on his mind doesn't get along with anyone uh, but get this he's brilliant at solving crime mm, i love it and this you played dwight Schrute on the office and he was sort of a misanthrope too so are you starting to be concerned that you're just being cast as these types of characters and i think they're just picking up on my the fact that i hate people so much <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not true i uh yeah he's super one of the reasons i really wanted to do this role is a really like kind of, for an actor, like a really rich role, complicated, funny, 
bizarre, dark, twisted, uh, brilliant, and it's just one of those roles like you just love to sink your teeth into. Um, I loved playing Dwight, but you know, just as the nature of the character, he was a little bit uh, limited. And uh, so I'm really excited for folks to see me in a very different role. Rain, uh, we don't want to put any uh, undue pressure upon yourself, but uh, we need a hit on Fox. We need a hit. I know. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are stuck in big time. <laughs> you really are. You I really know. are. What, what are we going to do with you, Fox Network? I have come to save a network. I keep saying bring back Fantasy Island. Or not Fantasy oh Island, Temptation Island. Bring them oh, both Temptation back. Temptation Island from the early days of Fox. I remember that one. Yeah. Bring them both back. Temptation about, and like, Fantasy. Island. Oh, yeah. People would watch that. Or MILF Island. <laughs> MILF Cougar Island. <laughs> I love it. Um, I understand you're a big fantasy football guy, Rain. How, how did things go for you in that department this year? You know, it's interesting. I, I actually won my league. Um, humble brag. Thanks to the great efforts of me picking up Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, sweet. And him turning into uh, an incredible stud. Like, I had no one had any idea that a wide receiver could do that in their rookie year. I mean, it was crazy. Um, and that was exciting. Jeremy Hill did a lot for me. Uh, I had traded early in the year for Gronk back when he was injured, remember, and everyone was doubting yep, whether sure. he was going to have a good season. Yeah. So you put that together along with Eddie Lacy, who really picked it up. And, uh, man, I had a great team. And, uh, yeah, so it was great. But it's funny because I'm in two leagues. The other league, which I'm in with a bunch of Breaking Bad writers, um, I always suck at. I'm always in last place. I came in second to last place. And um, for some reason, in the office league, I'm always in the in the playoffs. In the other league, I always suck. I don't know why. I think I know why, Rain. It's because the Breaking Bad writers are all on meth. <laughs> Maybe the meth is the secret sauce that allows you to win at fantasy football. I think it might be. Hey, we also work with Gary Payton. Did you grow up loving the Sonics? Were you like, were you a oh, Hoops yeah. fan? Yeah. The Gloves. Oh, man. That's right. Gary Payton. Such uh, I love the Sonics. I actually went to one of their playoff games against the Washington Bullets, I think it was 77. Wow. When they won the champ, the, right. the only other championship that has ever come to Seattle other than last year's Super Bowl. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, Lenny, the Lenny Wilkins era, right? Lenny Wilkins, yeah. Gus Williams, Jack oh, Sigma. Great team. Uh, they were fans. Downtown Freddie Brown. It was a great, great team. Uh, I, I pitched a show for Gary Payton. I said, guys, we need to fill, uh, follow him around uh, every single day with a camera. And then our boss has said, as soon as he loses the, leaves the studio, you can't show what he does. It, it's not fit for TV. <laughs> 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 so right. uh, it, make, it made me even more interested to, to have a camera follow Gary Payton. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rain, we're going to let you go because I know you, you got to park your car. you gotta, you got to finish up your day, but we thank you for joining us. And I think you're coming in, into the studio at some point uh, for the Fox Sports Live show, so we'll probably meet I'm you I'm coming in, in tomorrow. Fox, I'm doing the, the whole Fox thing from you, top to bottom. We'll you want to read, you you read some highlights, baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Put me to work. I'm there, man. I will sweep the studio floor. Perfect. Uh, uh, January 22nd is the premiere date. Uh, it's called Backstrom, starring Rain oh, Wilson. Uh, you're very kind to be on the show. Thank you, Rain. Have a great okay. night. We'll but see you, you know tomorrow. What? Let, me give you my, let me give you my prediction for the Seahawks. Carolina. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. 
Seahawks 27, Carolina 16. Okay, so they won't cover the spread, but they'll get the victory. Hmm. Yep. We have a gambling problem on this show, Rain. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Rain. Thanks, Rain. Take care. Okay, good. Bye. Wow, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson, guys. Rain Wilson. He's a good guy. He, good guy. Uh, every podcast listener that listens uh, a lot is going to say he sounded exactly like Jonathan Torrance. They're going to say it. You watch. You I, watch. I don't think so. I think he sounded a lot like actor Rain Wilson from The Office. <laughs> but, like you know, we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of John, I was uh, watching um, – Legalize it, the Trailer Park Boys movie. Oh, what a flick. Great. I don't think I've seen it. It's good. It came up on Netflix. It, it suggested that for me like it suggested Face Off. Bizarre. Um, face Off. That uh, was the catch. I remember I, when I came out here a few years ago, I ran into Rain Wilson like on the beach in Santa Monica. He was just walking with his wife, girlfriend, whatever, and I just passed him and said, you look agitated, and I passed him, and I, I did, like, the quick walk by. Like, instead of stopping, saying, hey, you're Rain Wilson, I just did the walk by, and as I walked by him, I was like, love the show, Rain, and I kept walking. <laughs> I kept walking, and all I heard was, I heard his girlfriend and wife say, see? <laughs> like maybe what do you was, think they were discussing? Maybe he was doubting, saying, oh, this show's no good. Yeah, or, like, no, nobody recognizes me here. Who's that good-looking guy? Yeah, I don't. Nobody, nobody knows who I am. I'm Rain Wilson, but nobody even knows. And then I walk by. I'm like, love the show, Rain, and just see. Now let's go. F so you're great for his ego. I like to think so. Uh, uh, speaking of Jonathan Torrens and uh, Jeremy Taggart, they what? Well, I was speaking of them before. <laughs> <laughs> you are the king of. They, they, they can, can you, Patrick? Can you just CK tell, DJ? Can you just tell the listeners about Dan's segue? <laughs> we just. We, <laughs> Just took a bathroom break, and how did you? How was the segue? What did he say? Do I have time to go pee? Yeah. All right. My mom just sent me a picture <laughs> of Christmas in '78. So do I have time to go pee? My mom just <laughs> sent me a picture. Talk what about your just desserts. What are you doing in there with your mom's pictures? I uh, I just forgot to leave a uh, long enough pause. <laughs> it's and almost say, hey, guaranteed my mom's to be a good time. <laughs> that. Everything that I promoted on that station was going to be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of your mom, I masturbated on the airplane today again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the juicy man. <laughs> so does your wife know this is happening? This is the best part. So um, <laughs> it was an early morning flight. She's kind of awake, but I'm like right out of it. And I just wake up. I'm like, I'm going to go jerk off oh. in the bathroom. I had to do it. So I went in. <laughs> Did it? Pam Anderson was not on the plane, so I couldn't <laughs> visualize her. And then came back. But the worst part is you sort of still have a semi-chub after you finish oh. masturbating. So you want to walk back with a little bit of dignity. So it's sort of difficult. you got to really push it down and sort of shuffle back to the seat, hoping that everyone else is asleep and they don't see that you clearly just masturbated in the bathroom that they're all going to have to use through the course of this flight. I'm the juicy man. And then I lied down, went to sleep. God, you, you sleep so well after doing that, don't you? Hey, yes, Can sir. they figure out the airport bathrooms and don't take a dump in one or the airplane bathroom? Don't. Oh no, you can't do that. That's not right. Do. You can spank it in there, but do not, <laughs> do not drop a deuce. God. Do not drop a deuce in the airplane bathroom. Oh, uh, while I have a second, I want to promote. Uh, remember the pink in the rink? Oh yeah, for the Peter yep. Rowe Pete's February the pink, two in the rink. February seventh, <laughs> we're gonna have Koski from Spanky's on next week to promote it. Uh, so he'll we give are. us an update on Big City Ken. <laughs> I came from the big city. Is he going to be there? Yeah, he's like in charge of this thing. 
Welcome to the not big city. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, big city, Ken. That's a real life turnaround. So we're trying from. We're My trying to raise. Ken. They know who I am. I've been charged of pink of the ring. We're trying to raise uh, money for their, uh, for uh, funding uh, cancer research and also for survivors uh, that fought uh, and got rid of cancer. Cancer.ca slash Danny's Donations. Cancer.ca slash Danny's Donations. Yeah, go there. We want to be Corey Stillman's 60000 in which he helped raise last year. So okay. pink in the ring, February 7th. Get your tickets for the, the Leafs. I don't know. The Leafs. The Peets. I don't know who they're playing. Okay. Pete's playing somebody. Pink of the ring. <laughs> Pete's playing somebody. I would have been scared. fired at CKDJ. I would have been like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vader, can we just get the camera over here? So we have. We're trying to get Jeremy Taggart on the line. We have three guys working on this now. We have three guys working on this board right now. It's incredible. <laughs> can we get Jim back? What do we have to do? Do we have to pay him? Uh, we've got Timu Solani coming up, too. Is t are we going to get Timu? Oh, we're going to be trying fine. to. I'm just kidding, guys. I know this is good. <laughs> Hit us with a CKDJ best of yeah, there, Patrick. Yeah, one while more. We're one more. For, All right. For and then we should get we should get Timu on the line. Yeah. Like right now. Okay. NFU. <laughs> oh, S S N F U. Yeah. That was like. They were a great band. If you want to surf the net, then you. Yeah. Yeah. They were good. DJ with Polito. Four oh, that minutes to seven. Dan O'Toole Ooh. saying so long in the chat after me, Simon Todd. And don't forget the trip right after Simon Todd. It's all your techno favorites. We'll leave you with a track from the Dancehall Crashers' latest. It's titled Go. Here at 96.9 CKDJ. Ottawa's new music. CKDJ. There's a good CKDJ. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people were upset that my shift was over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan's not on the radio anymore? I'm in this. Oh, f Where's that guy who guarantees everything's going to be a good time? I like that guy. I hope and he's it's down at Zafod's. almost guaranteed to be a good time. I hope he's at Zafod's tonight. I'd like to get a mug. Dan O'Toole here. Oh. Maybe a T-shirt. $2 cover. That's pricey, though. Oh, uh, Patrick, one more. We got time, <laughs> it looks like. Uh, Mike, <laughs> let's call up Timu. So, hello? Hello. Who is this? Do you work for Honda? Do you, do you work for the Honda Motor Company? <laughs> in, out of Japan? Are you, are you a Honda employee? Honda. Okay, you work for Honda. Perfect. No. Hello? Hello. Okay, Timu. Hello, guys. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Oh, we're oh. so happy we got you on the podcast. We're such huge fans. We sincerely apologize for the technical difficulties. It's um, it's one of the guys who works here. He's a real f up. <laughs> no problem. That's nothing new. <laughs> That's nothing. So, are you excited for this weekend? I'm very excited. A lot of work, but it's gonna be fun. Um, tell us uh, how exciting is it for you, Timu, to not only be the first duck to have his jersey retired, but also have the Jets in town. So the two teams that you're most associated with in the same building, this must just be incredible for you. Well, obviously it's going to be very special because of the the Jets are in town, and that's why we we decided that's going to be a perfect uh, matchup. And uh, yeah, so I had a great time there also, four years there, and uh, great memories and everything. So. I think this is a very special night that the, that the Ducks and, and Jets playing against each other. So uh, I think it's going to make this even more special.
what are you expecting when you when you go onto the ice for the ceremony? You, are you going to be a mess? Is there going to be tears flowing? Or do you have a way of combating those and keeping them welled up? You know what? I have no expectations. That's the worst thing because I haven't been a part of this uh, this kind of event before. So uh, that's why I'm a little bit not, not nervous but excited about everything. And I don't know how everything is going to go, but uh, I'm very excited. And like, like I said, it's a big honor. Uh, and uh, Ducks and myself, we have had such a great relationship and a lot of uh, appreciation in both ways. So that's why it's going to be very special. And uh, I have 60 people in Finland also coming here. So uh, it's going to be very special. Timu, where are you spending your time now? Are you splitting it between Finland? Are you, are you in Orange County? Where, where, do you, where are you hanging your hat now? Well, Orange County is our home, so that is the main place. And usually we only go in the summertime in Finland. But now uh, we are thinking about in the future go there in this, uh, Christmas time also. And uh, and if there's any special event, uh, we can go there. But uh, the main life is here, and we are very happy here. And you have a steakhouse. Uh, I went by your steakhouse. Uh, in, in Orange County. It, w- did you have nerves about opening your own steakhouse? Because other, other athletes have opened steakhouses before and hasn't worked out. Are, how are you feeling about the steakhouse situation? Well, obviously, we all know it's a, it's a tough business, but uh, so far so good, and I've always wanted to have a, a restaurant over here, and uh, and that's going to keep me a little bit busy also. And uh, and I've really enjoyed the go there a couple times a week and, and see how everything goes, and meet some people and everything, and, of course, eat the good food, so it helps. <laughs> you you live in Orange County, so do you still have a Disney Pass? Have you always had a Disney Pass, or did you never have one? You know what? All my, my kids, they have had the pass. Last time I think I went there was 2004. You know, I washed my hands, you know, it's 2000. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but my boys uh, they, and my daughter now, she really likes to go there, too, so... Uh, but usually she goes with the uh, with the mom and some other friends. Yeah, that's great. I've washed my hands of Walt. He's, I, he will get no more of my money. No more of Timu's <laughs> money. Timu, when you went up, um, you know, when, when the Jets came back, and everybody knows you, you went up and played that game in Winnipeg, and you brought your sons up, and just the way the crowd reacted to you is one of the most amazing things I'd ever seen or witnessed. Can you just describe what that was like to you? Was it was it what you expected, or or was it just even more than you expected from those fans there who love you so much? Well, you know, that's what, that was another thing that I didn't really know what to expect. You know, and obviously I left '96, and then I came back like 15, 16 years after that. So I didn't really know how the fans gonna you know react, but you know it was just overwhelmed. You know, it was the people there. They are just unbelievable hockey fans and and the great people, and um, uh, they call it Providence Friendly Manitoba, and there's a reason for that. The people are just outstanding there, and uh, and obviously we all know that hockey is is so big thing in Canada, and especially in the Winnipeg. Uh, there's not much more there than hockey, and everybody, doesn't matter if you're two year two-year-old little kid or 80-year-old uh, lady, you know, they all, they're just diehard hockey fans, so... It was really special to go, to go there back and uh, experience that, and uh, there's a lot of uh, respect, you know. Uh, Timo, I always like to ask players this. Uh, most talented player uh, that you ever played against or played with and best teammate you ever had? Well, I have been very lucky that uh, I've always played with the great players. It doesn't matter where I played, but... Uh, 
You know, when I was in Colorado, when I watched uh, uh, Joe Sackick and Peter Forsberg playing, you know, it was it was pretty amazing. But same thing, you know, you know, get Slav and Perry there in the same category. Paul Curry, I was probably the. Uh, I, uh, if I had to pick one, I would probably say Paul Korea. Wow. With those tree trunk legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 and Simu, you were in uh, Sochi, uh, and you guys won bronze. Uh, just describe what that was like for you. Your, your final year playing, you get to go to the Olympics, and, and, uh, and Finland did so great. That must have just been unreal. And ride around on those cool bikes. You know what? That was so smart because the distance between, uh, you know, everywhere where we went, it was so much that if you didn't have those bikes, we would walk like 10 miles a day. So it was, that was a very smart move by our team. But honestly, uh, <laughs> uh, thought it was like I knew it's gonna be my last one, and 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 I knew it's gonna be great time. I have I was struggling a little bit with the ducks, and I knew that I'm gonna have a great opportunity to go there and play in the big role. So. Uh, it was great goodbyes for for me for Finnish hockey and uh, you know every time when you go to Olympics and you bring medal home it's it's a huge thing you know and uh, very lucky that I had chance to play for six Olympics and uh, experience wow. those different cities and and uh, and countries so uh, uh, it, it has been great experience for me. What city of those six Olympics would you go back to first if you're taking a big trip? I think Vancouver. Obviously, that city is my one of my favorite places, and uh, it was incredible. You know, it's but you know, every Olympics has been a little different story. And uh, my first one was in France, Albertville, 1992, and they all have been so much different. So I'm so happy I, I got to experience all of them. Yeah. Um, Timu, we wish you the best of luck this Sunday. Uh, well deserved, and we know the same thing is going to happen in Winnipeg. They're going to retire your number. They're probably going to name the airport after you there. <laughs> Maybe one or two freeways. I don't know. Uh, so, so get ready for that. Uh, but honestly, we, we're really thrilled to have you on. You're one of the game's greats and one of the game's great guys. So uh, best of luck to you this Sunday, and, uh, and we'll see you down at the Steakhouse one night sometime. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That is NHL legend, soon-to-be number jersey retired by the Ducks at Tamu Solani. So we thank him for coming on. Uh, it was a, like a, an added bonus that he made it on. Bonus Under podcast. The water. It's like a DVD extras. All worked out. Oh, it was beautiful. In the end. Yeah, All nice work, out. Mike. Nice work. Nice you pulled work. it off. You pulled it off. There was a lot of stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. People went into Three dudes that, yeah. were in Three here. Dudes. Three dudes. Yeah. Three but, dudes and a bunch of uh, wires. You know, it was the maiden voyage this week, so we had to get no, th going. And no, that's what we said. It was great. Yeah. I mean, I think it turned out really well. Who's the heavy breather on there? I think it's Patrick. Are yeah, you Pat breathing heavy? Yeah. I don't think... Oh yeah, thanks for tuning in. more balls. Jim will be back next week. Jeremy will be back next week. Yeah, Everyone Jeremy. And, and a lot of people went into working on the room. No, no, uh, you no, said you did it all. You, you said, said you, you were the only all. one who built it. Oh, I mean, yeah, just yeah. me. Yeah. Just Mike. I think it's uh, pretty great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's excellent. a great room. A lot. We can we can spread our wings now. I feel bad because Taggart thought he and I were getting together when I went up two days ago to Toronto. I I missed. I got everything wrong the date's wrong and now we've not got him on the podcast so basically taggart's gonna be really upset but taggart and torrent's new podcast on itunes number one in canada boom it's on itunes now yes yes yeah you bet killing yeah killing it yeah. killing it number one in comedy pods as it should be
Um, thanks for listening again, everyone. Episode 50. We'll do 50 more if you let us. Thanks for listening. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home. Thank you.